And welcome to Undrafted, our season three premiere. Caleb, we're on season three. Really? Yeah, Been we're doing on this season that long? three. Yeah, yeah I, I remember starting this fondly. Remember, our first episode with no format was a complete show. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a big ass show. Um, <laughs> have gotten a lot better we still have a long way to go uh if only we could get some uh some support and some 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 backing i can't right. speak english today <laughs> um, or any other day uh, right huh. right <laughs> but if we could get some backing maybe we could get these out in a timely manner on a yeah yeah, more regular basis. Yeah, it's because, uh Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you know, it's just um yeah. Life. <laughs> Dude, you you ain't kidding. Caleb, we we talked about putting this episode out right around New Year's Eve. That's when Caleb and I were like hockey season starts 2 weeks about a week or two after that. Be a perfect time to start, right? Well, then Ryan um Myself, we I had a we had a family emergency, um, pretty much New Year's Eve, um, and and which it took pretty much uh, the whole month of January to um, figure out. So then, once that happened, things settled down for literally one night. For one night, it settled down. No, it was it was a little longer than that because I did go through a bout of depression for about two weeks before. Oh, did you? Your next exciting (laughs) venture happened. Yeah, but um, my my wife Helen was rushed from Alpena down to Saginaw in an ambulance. She's fine. Um, just some uh, complications with her pregnancy. Our daughter was delivered at 31 weeks, uh, a little too early, but nonetheless, she's doing great. Um, so uh, we are happy that uh, we now have our second daughter. And um, yeah, so that's where life's been. And she's still in the NICU, so I'm still... I'm, I'm driving up here for work. I'm up here for four days and I drive right back. I'm, I'm on the road every day. Uh, so life's just been hectic. And then plus um, other things going on. Um, yeah. I ho- Caleb, is, has your life been just as exciting as mine or a little, a little slower? A little slower, but uh, we found some great news out with uh, my middle child. That's what he, I yeah. saw. Yeah. He does not have asthma or lung issues just Good. a little bit of complications from rsv from when he was uh, a wee little glass yeah no wee little lad <laughs> i can't even speak irish or scottish today yeah. I'm, I'm they both, they, they both I'm speak english it's okay <laughs> all right uh so well, on today's <laughs> On and today's we, episode, what? <laughs> freedom English. We speak freedom English. They speak oh, Queen's English because freedom, freedom fries. <laughs> so, yes, welcome back, guys. Um, so today's episode, uh, we're going to pretty much, um, here in about a couple set minutes here, um, we're just going to talk about the Red Wings so far um, and our thoughts and so forth. Eh, um, we know they suck. Um, our next segment, um, we're going to discuss the new, uh, MIHL season that is going on right now. Uh, Caleb's still butthurt about the draft, which I, I honestly can't blame him. And then, um, segment three, we'll go in with our, uh, social media, um, morons. And then, uh, we have an interview with a good, uh, and, uh, upper office, uh, former upper office in the MIHL, um, Matthew Spoloff, and he'll, he'll be joining us on segment three. So, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I guess we'll jump right into it. Um, yeah. Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. yeah how, how bad are the wings? <laughs> um, let's just say if I could choose between a, uh, 
a black hole or the wings, I would take the black hole. <laughs> Uh, I would I would take the black hole. You would take the black hole. Yeah. Hmm. Captain, lay down. Sorry, I gotta yell at my dog. You're fine, bro. You're fine. Um, yeah, the wings are not very good this year. Um, Nielsen, they just put took Nielsen down. Uh, did he clear waivers? I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, I 100% positive he did. So. Um, I was initially pretty frustrated about it, but after looking at the cap situation and looking at that, uh, common sense kicked in, and of course it's a smart move. Um, so there, there's nothing to really be upset about that at all. Um, right now the Wings have just started uh, their game. Uh, they are uh, it's, it's tied at 17:29 left in the first. So whatever. Um, hey. It won't be like that for long. But there are two bad teams playing Nashville and Detroit. Um, leading scorer. Uh, last I checked, it was uh, uh, Dylan Larkin. I think he has seven points. Um, and then my computer terrible, <laughs> right? This far into the season, we should have people at least in double digits, and we don't. And then that, and that, yeah, that. Tells you the name of the game there and what's going on. And honestly, we've been big Blash defenders, but at this point, I've kind of gone back and, um, oh, Dylan, Lark- he's at 11 points. My bad. Not seven, 11 points. I got those two numbers okay. confused. Um, he had four goals, seven assists. Um, Bobby Ryan leads the team in goals, and um, our boy Flip Hronick leads the team in assists. So that guy's a general back there on the blue line. He's going to be a staple for us for a long time. Yeah, he's going to be the core of that defense, uh, definitely. Um, I, I still, I still can't get over the fact that uh, you called it and I didn't. I was not sold on him one bit in Saginaw. So uh, you definitely called me out on it, and uh, I, I'm a man enough. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. I mean, I saw he had the the it factor. What it was is I don't know, but it was he had <laughs> it. Right. Um, <laughs> I I was just watching um, highlights because I'm going to be honest, folks. I've watched a couple full games this year, and I've watched highlights. And um, the thing I noticed about the uh, win they had against uh, Florida the other night, uh, they got the traffic in front of the net. Uh, they 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 short kind of like in football when you simplify your playbook. It's kind of it's kind of the feeling I got. They went more to a scrum game. They went more to um, attacking the slot, which is what you should do every game. But when you don't have the talent, you need to shorten that playbook. And that's exactly what he did. Simplify the game plan. Uh, he, he got guys in front of the net. That's how uh, Stahl's goal, if you saw that backhander, it was because there was so much traffic in the net. Um, I, we also got to see uh, Tippett. Tippett made some good passes for Florida in that last game as well. Um, it was nice. I was excited to watch him play. He's, he's legit playing well. I know. And uh, it, it was great. Um I, I I was yeah it was it was awesome so uh, he still I, I, has amazing flow <laughs> yeah he does he does that's for sure so uh, do you have any thoughts on, what was that Tippett was making some of those same passes that he was making to Perfetti a couple of years ago right uh, it, at the NHL level. And right. just really shows that how much of a playmaker he is, and that he's not one-dimensional. Yeah, de- definitely. I I was impressed with Tippett when we played, uh, when when he played in Saginaw. And man, I'm I'm still bummed that we didn't get to see see what the playoffs held last year. Um, I'm so yeah. bummed to see what that playoff run would have looked like. Much like, uh, I mean, I'm even more bummed. Uh, I missed, like, we, we got to miss Michigan State winning a national title in basketball, and now they're looking like they might not even make the tournament. I'm I, I'm thinking here, like, we need to make a rule saying, like, you know, um, players that didn't get to play in the tournament last year can come back and play. It would be nice, but that's but, not going to happen. No, I know, I know. Uh, and I don't think we're going to see Perfetti play in this tournament. And play, this, se- play this season? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. He's I don't stay at the AHL level slash taxi squad. Yeah, I agree. So, um, but I we'll really see. thought we were gonna see him play a couple of nights ago, uh, when he was called up from the taxi squad, or called to the taxi squad, and then they had some injuries and didn't work out. He didn't end up playing, but he's a lot closer than. Uh, um Raymond is to playing in the in the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I'll save I'll save that for later on. What? Alrighty. So with that, uh we are gonna um we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back we'll have uh more undrafted for you. All right, so uh, stay tuned, guys. Such power. It's raw power. Dad, what are you doing? It's Shark Week. Okay, here's the deal. You have one month to find jobs or you're out in your asses. I will arrange interviews for Monday, and you will go. Dad, why are you talking to me like this? I'm your son. I'm not buying that crap anymore. You yelled rape at the top of your lungs. Mom, I honestly thought I was going to be raped for a second. He had the craziest look in his eyes, and at one point he said, let's get it on. That was about the fighting. I'm so not a raper. All right, that's it. You two guys leave me no choice. No television for a week. What? We are so serious. They're hot. Are you out of your minds? Goes in Robert's wall safe, and it's going to stay there. No. Okay. This house is a prison. Kelsey's keeping a tight chip over there, Caleb. Does she keep you in line? (laughs) uh, i come from the land of running water i don't have to poop in an outhouse like you ryan so (laughs) yeah well with that we're we're, we're on so and i'm not like like i told matt and and caleb knows i don't do much editing um it's kind of free-flowing if i need to edit i will (laughs) a couple times where i should have and i still didn't um but uh, with that, we uh, kind of left off with talking about how, how crappy the wings are doing. But um, we're going to kind of uh, go further north. And the MIHL, um, we haven't re- we talked about it a little bit last year. Uh, last year was kind of a transitionary period. We talked about it more from my perspective, though. Um, and honestly, I don't have much of a perspective since all those family issues. I've been withdrawn. I've been in contact. I've been watching the games. I've been keeping in contact with all my players. Um, but Matt, Matt had a lot to do with uh, the creation and the management of the MIHL succeeding from last season um, and coming into this season. And so honestly with COVID and all that, Matt, I'm impressed that we even have a season. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, it was, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was one of them while I was still um, in ties with the organization. Um, now I'm I'm not so much in ties to the uh, to the league as a whole. I mean, there's a few organizations I, uh, I you know I try to help out and represent, um, but I, I I kind of pushed for a uh, shortened season or a you know pushing the season off until 2020. The, excuse me, the late 2021 into a 2022 season. You know, a normal full season, and uh, you know just based on um, feedback I heard back on throughout you know the public's eyes and just you know my sources and the general population in the uh, cities um but you know i'm glad to see hockey's back i'm glad to see the mihl is succeeding i i know uh last weekend first weekend of the uh season uh lots of drama in the games uh, definitely between the uh, gaylord snow and the muskegon voyagers i think that's going to be a great series to watch unfold i know um i want to say Two weeks from now, Muskegon's going to go back up and play Gaylord on a back-to-back. And then towards the end of March, Gaylord's going to come down to Muskegon. Hopefully, or they will, but hopefully we'll see some some good toe-to-toe battles there with uh, those two organizations for sure. Uh, Waterford's got a pretty stout team. Uh, You know, they're they're still building. They'll start their weekend. They'll start their season off this week against the Gaylord Snow. And, uh... I know the uh, Michigan and uh, the MIHL's prospect teams will start their weekend off as well against the Michigan Voyagers this weekend. Uh, that Voyagers team is a tough, they're nitty, they're gritty. They, mm-hmm. they, they like to play a chippy game. They, they is, you know, if, 
it's going to take a team that doesn't let them get under their skin, doesn't take bad penalties, and, uh, you know, makes Muskegon take the penalties and skate shorthanded and, you know, 85% of that game to beat this Muskegon team. I think, uh, you know, like I said, they love to, they love to lay the body on. They're not, there's not a guy on that team that's afraid to drop the mitts and, you know, have a good old Donnie Brook. So the Muskegon's <laughs> going to definitely be a team to watch. Um, my personal favorite Gator. Uh, wow. I cannot talk today. <laughs> The Gaylord Caleb. Snow, I've got quite a few good friends up there in Gaylord that uh, that team is, the way I've quoted myself before is, they are an <sighs> car to me. They're, you know, they got to get the chemistry issues worked out that they struggled with in game one. Um, you you kind of saw it start to come to fruition and uh, work at all, some of the wrinkles in game two. I think uh, they took 26 penalty minutes in game one. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, game two, they kind of dialed it back a lot. Both organizations did. And, uh, you know, that second game, you could start to see it as Gaylord came away victorious on that one. So, you know, it's 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 a collectively team effort. That the management group in the MIHL is by far, they're relaxed but disciplined in the same sense. Is, you know, they're, they're not going to tolerate, uh, you know, guys running around and making bad images for the team. They're not going to tolerate that. They, uh. They're not afraid to find you for something that's not right. That is for sure. There, you know, no nonsense. This is minor pro hockey. You know, act the part if you want to be here. Kind of group, and I, you know, we've seen that through, uh, you know, through the exhibition games and what have mm-hmm. you. They've ironed out that group of guys that you know think this is a glorified men's league, which it's not. These guys are essentially mm-hmm. professional hockey players, and uh, they are held to a code of honor, for lack of a better word. Right. Um, you, you also reported this week and Caleb, you, you just look so cute. Just kind of sitting there. Um, I know Caleb's kind of removed from this right now. Um, but, uh, <laughs> much. you, you saw, much. You, it, um, Matt, Matt reported it and, uh, you, you I know you saw it. Uh, uh, miles is injured, uh, with a concussion and, uh, Matt and I were talking about it earlier today. He's just got to take her easy. If he listens to this, which I know he does, uh, take her easy. Uh, that's all I got to say. She's easy. Take her twice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I got to, I got to view the film on that game there. Um, that's part of what I'm saying is there's, there's, there's gotta be a, you know, there's a time and a place for, you know, get a little rough goalies are off limits without, a, without a doubt. I could understand why that game got chippy and, uh, uh, you, you never hit it. You know, if the goalie, I, I, my personal opinion, goalies in the trapezoid or in the crease, he's off limits. He steps out and tries to play the puck out in the neutral zone. I'm all for, you know, giving a little bump and tell him where his place is in line. Uh, I got to see that play. There was a, that was a very, uh, you know, defensive breakdown there was, you know, the defense broke down in front of Miles, kind of knocked the Muskegon's player into Miles. Uh, what was really the sealed deal was the cross check there right to the, you know, right to the gums, uh, causing Grixie to, uh, you know, pop back off that crossbar and uh, smack his head dead on the ice. Oh. You know, it, it's never a good moment to see a guy go down, especially on opening night. And, uh, you know, like I, I talked to Miles Grix last night and I told him, uh, you know, just take it easy. This you know, you don't want to rush something back and then it'd be, that'd be the end. No. Caleb, what are your thoughts? Cause I, I see you uh, over there. <laughs> <laughs> former defenseman here. Uh, my goalie's off limits. Your goalie, if he's anywhere outside of the blue paint, he's fair game. Um, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way as well. So, right. Uh, I mean, if attendees want to play soft, they can stay in the blue in the blue paint, and that's where they belong. Sorry, Grixie, I, I do love you though, uh, <laughs> and, and you're off limits in my book. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Any other goalie in the league, I, you know, it's you know. How's their backup? Goalies. Their backup actually okay. So that's I'm gonna kind of go into this one on depth, in depth on the ice from what I've seen so far this year. I caught a full game with him as the starter against the Muskegon Voyagers in in a preseason game. Um, They skated shorthanded, so the game, you know, the score couldn't really tell the tell the story there. They they skated shorthanded due to the weather. Um, Off the ice, I know that guy is amazing. Like I I kind of resent this him and uh, (laughs) Ian Freeman and Miles because they now have my oldest son wanting to play goalie. So. Oh, you got to be somewhat. Is your son somewhat ADHD? 
I'm almost confident. I don't know. At four years old, they all have energy like no other. Like, I wish I had a fraction of those kids' energy most days. <laughs> right. Right. So, squirrel. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Caleb. Uh, no, squirrel. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Miles is taking it easy. I know I, 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 I texted him um, today actually and see how see how he was doing, and I had a couple questions for him anyways, um, league wide. Um, but um, so now, um, yeah, the MIHL is doing great, and I'm very happy to see it succeeding. Um, I'm supposed to be coaching the prospects team, but as you guys know, situations change, and right now I'm kind of having to um, be a telephone coach. I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, which isn't easy, um, but I'm giving Jake a lot of credit um, for everything he's managing and helping me out with because he's doing a great job. Um, but with that, because um, Caleb's had something on his mind, and I know Matt, um, I, actually, I just listened to uh, a couple episodes of your podcast as I was uh, going to the chiropractor and coming back, um, and you guys actually talked about it. And not only did you talk about it, you, you talked about our man who, who we used to work with within the Saginaw spirit organization. And, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Caleb kind of burn for a minute because he's, he's kind of burning on this. Yes. I know. I already know who you, you're talking about. Let's go. I love this conversation. Let it burn. I, <laughs> um, usher because that's my theme song right now. Um, Lucas Raymond, six goals. <laughs> And I have his assist totals here is four, as well. Isn't it 14 or something in 38 games or something, something like that? Something stupid like that. Not, not a fourth pick. Oh, six goals, 12 assists in 34 games. Yeah, that's not a first uh, pick. I get that pick. he's 18 playing in a men's league. Um, but wouldn't he be 18, 19 playing in a men's league? Yeah over here yeah he's he's playing in what you'd equivalent to i would think is like the echl maybe and that that's borderline because like don't get me wrong kids got talent but he's not fourth overall pick talent so so caleb who should the wings have picked (laughs) they they, they should have went after cole perfetti (laughs) i'm gonna be biased here and say cole perfetti because uh uh, not only did I get to watch him play as a rookie in the OHL, got to watch him play as a sophomore, and he didn't have your typical sophomore slump. The kid knows what he's doing. Oh, his foot, his footwork. Ooh, 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 ooh. I don't care what you guys say. His footwork is fine. He's only <laughs> going to improve on it with better coaching. Chris Lazary had already improved on his footwork. Um, another year wouldn't have hurt, but thanks, COVID. No Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, I mean, like, Cole Perfetti, he can shoot, he can pass, and he plays defense. Whoa, wouldn't you look at that? Uh, Lucas Raymond, he shoots, he misses, can't take a check. I mean, that, that's very clear. He's going to miss four to eight weeks with an elbow after, after having elbow surgery because, you know, you put your elbow into the wall or into the ice, it's going to get messed up. So, uh, yeah, uh, Iserman and your scouting team, yeah, you, you messed that pick up. Congratulations. Here's what, here's what I want to know. How did Cole Perfetti drop? Okay, so everywhere I looked, top five pick. Guy's a 200-foot player. Hands down twice on Sundays. If I... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Alexi Lafayette. I'm a GM. Shouldn't be where he's at. Look at where he's at. 15 games in, he's got what one point? Yeah. Yeah. Perfetti. I mean, (laughs) I mean, he was the consensus number one overall pick. That was a no brainer. Just watching what he did in what Remuski or where Oceania or wherever he was playing, but he, he was insane in junior. Cole Perfetti. Pretty damn insane in his own right. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Byfield, same thing. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. talent in this year's draft. But for Cole to drop out of the top five is mind-boggling to me. 
The Jets had the steal of the draft. Without a doubt. You know, and if I'm Iserman, honestly, like, okay, yeah, I'm stacked. And I'm going to very loosely use the word stacked on forward right now with Joe Valino, uh, Philip Zadina, uh, Michael Rasmussen showing some promise. Uh, you know, I, I'm somewhat okay with where we're at forward-wise. But we have Thomas Grice, who is shades of himself in Detroit. And it's not his fault necessarily. It's a lot of the fact of who the hell plays defense in Detroit anymore. <laughs> just just thrown it. That's about it. it. That's about it. Another another Saginaw Spirit guy, by the way. I called I called him being a stud. <laughs> yeah, he his Heronic is the best defenseman. I mean, I'm a big it's in here somewhere. Where's oh Danny? I I was a Danny oh. the Kaiser fan. Oh Homer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was a Danny DeKaiser fan for, you know, and that, that's a nice little stadium series jersey there. I, I, I was a, nice a big guy. fan of DeKaiser as well. Nice uh, I played against him, played with him. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of him. He just never project or never reached his yeah. uh, ceiling. He, he was derailed by minor injuries and then bigger injuries so and i think he kind of got the cronwall effect too and by the cronwall effect um remember when we thought cronwall was the stud on defense but we seem to forget that he was paired with lindstrom lindstrom for a couple years so yeah he's great on defense because the other defenseman is literally doing all the positioning work and getting cronwall to where he needs to be so then cronwall kind of um just kind of I, I, I just kind of hung around and did what he needed to do, but he wasn't that crown while we saw when he was paired with Lidstrom. So when Kaiser came in, he was paired with Cronwall and a, a couple other of the uh, free agent signings. Uh, uh, Mike Green. Yeah, Mike Green and, and all that. So I think he kind of, um, I think that almost kind of almost prevented him from hitting that ceiling. But yeah, um, yeah, they don't play defense in Detroit. Not very well, at least. And uh I know Caleb. Caleb and I are both uh, were big defenders of Blashill, but this season I'm just I'm I'm ready for a change, and I'm not expecting the playoffs by any means. But I'm ready. I'm ready for a new direction, and that's not taking anything away from Blashill. Um, Blashill's he's won had nothing that, to work with, and that is true. He's had absolutely. Hey, he, but the, I I don't know how I feel about that honestly though because look at the way. Okay, so. Blashill come, comes in, and if I if I remember correctly, which I could be entirely wrong, concussion protocol has killed my brain. He came in with guys like Tomas Tatar, uh, Gustav Nyquist, the tail end of Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg, who Pavel's still playing at elite level. Uh, I remember distinctively both Henrik Zetterberg and Pavel Datsuk said, we absolutely hate Blashill. He doesn't belong at this level. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, down in down in uh, uh, Detroit, or not Detroit, Grand Rapids, sorry, he had Gustav Nyquist. He had Tomas Tatar, which made his, you know, legacy with those Calder Cups. And uh, he started losing those guys because none of these guys wanted to coach. None of these guys wanted to be under him. You've got Dan Bilesmo, whose greatest accomplishment is piggybacking off of already built success to a Stanley Cup Finals with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, outside of that, what did he do with Buffalo? Very, not even remotely close to, you know, remembered in Buffalo as being a part of the coaching staff there and with the Buffalo Sabres. So when you pair together coaches that don't have imminent success on their own, and you say, oh, let's just throw, you know, you know, Biles, my guy, I, I think he's a good, you know, he's a good, he's, he's a good assistant coach, not an associate coach, an assistant coach. Blashell, send that guy packing back to Grand Rapids, because that seems to be about as <laughs> best as he's going to get. And that, that pains me. It, it, it does. really pains me. But I can't disagree. I've got chemistry with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but, that, and that's the thing, you know, he, uh. Yeah, he, the things he did with that mediocre Western team um, and all that. Yeah, it's it pains me, but I can't disagree. Um, definitely, um, have all the respect for in the world for that man, though. Um, 
but yeah, it's time he's done something right because he's <laughs> I'm not there and he's there. He's there. Well, you know, at, he's at that level, but I'm not. I mean, look at look. I'll look at it this way. Look at how Hronix developed un, under him. Look at how there are a couple players who have developed. Um, Mantha's got on his horse. I, I've seen him kind of. He, he's still. He's yeah, we um, should have treated Mantha for Rasmussen when we or uh, <laughs> just the line and when we had the chance. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's time you're, to... you're starting to see uh, Blash completely lose yeah, the he's... locker room because yep. he had Mantha being a workhorse. He had Burt being a workhorse. And now they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, yep. Yep. And uh, and I, 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 we said it in the last podcast of the of last season, um, how Bertuzzi was a, a a team player and how um, him going to arbitration was not an issue. But what I'm seeing is that it, it was an issue and it is an issue. Um, he, I, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a feeling similar to Athenansu. Um, so, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. Um, but I don't go that far. Athenansu was a one trick pony. Right. Yes. Uh, what <laughs> I'm saying more is just the attitude and. Um, oh yeah. That that's uh, yeah no ma- uh, right yeah no Tyler Pertuzzi has some talent as long as you get the right coaching staff and the right person to stroke that ego if he has one I've never I've seen him play in the O but that was it um so yeah Here, here's a plot twist for you guys talk is and this is just I you know I've got friends that are inside those NHL locker rooms is just press and whatnot and I hear rumblings all the time uh. Plot twist. Columbus actually does get rid of Tortorella. Mm. Detroit, perfect face. His attitude would be a good fit right now. What about what do you think, Caleb? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, so I'm also at the point to where I would love to be behind the bench, and I honestly couldn't do any worse than Flash. So. We might win. Let's get the three of us in there. We might win a few games, you know. <laughs> more than five. Right. Hey, what's, what's the hey, score right now? We may not. We may not be playoff a caliber team, but we'll have them in the hunt. Hey, right now they're still tied zero zero at the end of the first period. Who are they Whoa. playing? Tonight? <laughs> they're playing Nashville. Uh, Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story there. Last time I actually, they played Nashville. A guy at work wanted to bet me on the Nashville-Detroit game. He said, I bet you five bucks. And he goes, I'll take Nashville. I said, he goes, but how many goals do I have to give you? I said, you got to give me four. That's how little confidence I have in this Red Wings team is you got to give me four goals just to right. be able to. Right. And that's Normally my go-to. I watch every single game. I, I watched maybe one this not year because this year, it's I, not been pretty. I I think I've the only games I've actually watched this year outside of the MIHL games. I watched opening night, like the three games they had on back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I watched the tail end of the, uh, I think it was the Flyers Penguins game. I watched the Lightning Blackhawk game. And before that third game, I was like, you know, I, I started that third game. I don't even remember who it was, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched that one and, Lightning Blackhawks were the only game I've watched this year. Right. I watched uh, the Penguins game the other night when uh, they were honoring uh, Sid, S- Cindy. It's S- Cindy? Cindy Crosby? <laughs> <laughs> Did I mess that name up again? That guy is uh, – that, that, that kid is – he is so – I think he he will forever live in the legacy of how he used to be. He's not like that anymore, though. I mean, as much. Right. I will say as much. Right. He's not like he used to be when he first came in the league. But I think, you know, when you came from <laughs> major juniors, he was used to being untouchable and not, you know. So somebody had to protect him. You know, this is the number one draft pick for the Penguins. This is right. They protected this him is... too much. Take away, take away Latang. Take away Malkin. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you, Crosby falls. Yeah. Overall performance, anyways. Yep. Career. How many goals has Malkin or Latang been on of his? Right. You can't argue talent well, though. Heck is Crosby has talent. I hate the guy, and right. I will forever call him Cindy. But 
he's got he's skill. Got talent and oh. damn it, I I respect it. That rookie <laughs> year, that rookie year, he also played on a line with Mario Lemieux. That was Mario Lemieux's last year as well. So Is that's a retirement to play for, play with Crosby. Yeah, he came out of retirement to play. Like he played four or five seasons after he uh, got into remission. I mean that he that guy's uh that guy's an, on another level as well. Um, he, he we're not gonna somebody to look up for. Oh, the, look up the, to the the player. I I think the best player in the game. And and after this, we'll we'll take a quick break before we uh wrap the show up in our third segment. But uh, best player in the game today is uh hands down um to me Alexander Ovechkin. Um, but that's just my. I mean he he throws he throws down he he scores goals of course, um, um and then if you want to go, I mean there's a lot of young young talent out there too. Um, that's it, because in Russia you don't play <laughs> hockey, hockey play you. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna make a bold claim here actually, and I you know, here you go. I get a lot of heat for this one. Alexander Ovechkin, the greatest player of all time. Oh hands wow! Down. Oh wow! Hands Shut down. your mouth. Oh wow! Better than Wayne. Because here's the thing. Watch oh. Wayne Gretzky's game film. He's better than Wayne. I'll give him Gretzky, that. You, Gretzky can't yeah. lift the puck. <laughs> Look, Gretzky in today's league, no. he's getting shut down because yeah. goalies are so much better than they were back when Gretzky played. Yep. Look at oh, stick technology. Stick technology. <laughs> well, stick technology, too. Yes, but, right, Wayne Gretzky, I mean, let's look at it this also way. Enforcers. No, and that's what that was time. what I was going to touch on. That's why Crosby greatest of all time, Gordy Howe. I don't care what anybody says. I agree. Okay, you can't you can't mention it. God does not count. God does not count. God does not. <laughs> I mean, it it goes Odin, Gordy, Tear, Freya. <laughs> right, but yeah, I uh, yeah, and that's something I've always thought and. and uh, I have respect for Gretzky and what he did for the game, but he played in an era where you had enforcers protecting um, your best players where, you know, you could get like three or four fights in one game. If, I mean, you can't do that in today's game. You can't make half the hits you, you made. Um, and that, so he was protected is what I'm getting at. Um, also goalies were transitioning from their stand up to their, to their, to the butterfly slash hybrid. Um, so you still had a lot of goalies that were literally falling down to make saves. Yeah, you the, know the pad stack, man. It was right. like legendary. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, and and that's what I was going to say about Crosby. The one thing I will defend him, he does he hasn't had enforcers. That's why he's had so many concussions. Is because a player, uh, 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 one of your uh, one of your uh, power forwards or uh, defensemen can run at one of your star players, and if you retaliate, you can get a game misconduct and get thrown out of the game, suspended, and fined. And that is why yep. Ovi will be forever in my book the greatest hockey player of all time is look at Andre, look at Andre Svechnikov. And I'm a big Svechnikov fan. Like I watched him play here in Muskegon. Phenomenal player should have gone number one in my uh, biased opinion. I mean, but look at him. Oh, you know, Svechnikov tries to make a name against his, against Ovi. Ovi's like, uh, I don't need Tom Wilson. I'm just going to knock you out one punch. (laughs) And and that, and that's heartbreaking. (laughs) He does not have the hands to throw down with anybody, especially <laughs> <No>. over. <laughs> so, but but the kids got balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, you know, first first year in the and playoffs, then Obi, and then Obi goes, "Yeah, I I didn't mean to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> like Obi felt so bad about it. You know what they say though: you gotta be the man. You gotta beat the man to be the man. So I think that's what Svechnikov's thinking is: okay, you know what? I gotta beat this guy if I want to be the same talk anytime with him. Right. Uh, probably beat him on the scoreboard, not on the <laughs> not in the fisticuffs. Uh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh already. Uh so with that, we'll take a quick break and uh we'll come back and uh wrap her up. And also this conversation leads to a really good segue into our last discussion point. However, there are certain liberal agitators out there who'd who'd like you to believe that my administration's not doing such a good job. Of course, these are people such as Howard Stern, Richard Clark, and the news. Alrighty, well, welcome back. We have uh, Matt, and how do you pronounce your last name? Spoolhoff, like spool of thread and hoff. It's like 
I get told it's German. I get told it's Russian, but apparently it's from the Netherlands and it's Holland oh. or Dutch. I mean, not Holland. I did that back in middle school too. One of those. <laughs> one, one of those. Uh, one of those. Like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, we just talked in the last segment. We talked about Gordy Howe. Here's a fun fact: my brother Connor, who's the co-host on my show. You guys mind if I give it a shout out? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, Mel- the Melted Ice podcast, my brother Connor, is actually related to Gordy Howe. That's right. You told me that. I do remember that now. Yeah, I've got some funny stories about Gordy Howe, but uh, <laughs> I'll save those for off air. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first ever professional game was actually watching Gordy Howe um, play for that one shift for the uh, Vipers. God. There were so many, there were so many of us that Vipers were at that game no that I never Vipers. realized. Yeah, I, that was crazy. I mean, I, I wish I, I wish parents, I could have been. I think our parents wanted to be there more than we did. We we weren't appreciating it at the time, but our parents, my my mom would be like, "Yeah, that's 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 God right there. You see that man? That's God." <laughs> so the God around here, I was actually at his game. You guys know who the greatest minor professional goal scorer in the history is? No. It's actually Robin Bouchard holds the world record for most minor pro goals scored. In a career, hmm. at my mother's house, I'm trying to get my dad, my my dad to uh, give me the banner or buy it off of him. We have the actual banner that they hung at then Elsie Walker Arena, which is now stupid Mercy Health Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, they we hung, that banner was hung there. It's uh, nice. I was at that I was at that game, and uh, you know, I tell awesome. my kids, I was like that, that is a legend. In my, that, you know, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's history. So we're so we've been talking about these legends and all that for a while. So we're going to go into our social uh, media moron segment. So with that, I'm going to tell myself while I'm editing, cue the music. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. So with that, NHL and NBC Sports. Uh. The the the, the, the Caleb stop. Uh. The it says imagine the story these seven could tell, and it's a picture of Bure, Gretzky, Korea, Yager. Lemieux, Lindros, and Howe. And underneath there, if the music's still playing, you might want to stop the music and just play it from here. I'm telling myself once again that for editing. Um, <laughs> um, but anyways, it has a picture of those seven future Hall of Famers, or current Hall of Famers, or kind of both. Um, come on. where I just I just had it. In, oh, there it is. Um, the, the comment was... Who are these guys? Uh, who are these guys? Where's Lane? Who's Lane? Right. I, I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about uh, Jets forward Lane. You mean Columbus uh, forward Lane? Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, he He's just got, no we just talked about him. Yeah, I don't speak no French. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, I I just had this conversation with a guy at work. He's like, oh, it's definitely Laney. I was like. No, it, it's definitely line A. Like, come on, buddy. Give your balls a tie. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, like, really? Yeah. I mean, he's skilled, but he's not Pavel Bure, Paul Korea skilled. Never, never, never will be. <laughs> like, uh, I just got one question. Where was his head at besides being a meathead in the gym? <laughs> who? Oh, this guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I went and uh, stalked his uh, profile. <laughs> he's a meathead, and I am 100% oh, sure yeah. he's got a small PP from all of the uh, steroids he takes. <laughs> yeah, Pearl Dragon. Anyways. <laughs> and, and who... And I, one more question. Who puts Full their candy profile corn. picture in, like, pencil stencil... Like they're going with like the NASCAR drivers and what they did with the football, like cartoon. Right. What is this? Yeah. Like third grade? Yeah, I mean, like, like I mean, pull your head out your ass, Max. I can't believe he's still single. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a douchebag. So. <laughs> and then my other my other thing, and this isn't a social media or anything, but. Going after uh, who? Who was it? The Colorado, Colorado and Vegas, wasn't it? That played on Saturday afternoon. Um, who the hell schedules a noon game with a sun blaring down 
on the ice next to a lake where the reflection is quite high because the lake is still not frozen. And uh, okay, why don't you just schedule it prime time to begin with? But can, can, can we just take a moment and reflect on the guy who showed up on his jet ski with the American <laughs> flag and the Red Wings flag and the Red Wings jersey with the number 19 and on the back it said stoner? Right, he's the real MVP. <laughs> I think. Yes, I I saw that. And I was like, the dedication of this guy. Like, somebody get that man in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that man. guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame over Willie O'Ree. Oh my goodness, the man broke the color the barrier. Man. Congratulations, he did. I, he did. But that was only in hockey, and that was after. Everyone else did. Another guy did that in baseball. So oh, yeah. I'm baseball, gonna... basketball, and football. Really okay, the last okay, one. So we're gonna go... I, I, I want to hit on this one actually for a little bit. If we're yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bat for Willie O'Ray. If we're gonna if we're gonna go and say Willie doesn't belong to the, in the uh, Hall of Fame for you know his performance, let's just take a minute and look at Jackie Robinson's stats. Well, in the Major League Baseball. Hmm. I, I guess I've never looked at him. Didn't do that hey, well. I also believe he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, nor should his number be retired. Isn't his, yeah, that one shocks <laughs> me. Yep. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that then. I'll take a look. I've never really looked. You know, I've just They off. weren't that good. Okay. They, they were not that good. Well, if we're having this discussion with Willie O'Ree, I'm assuming so. So, yeah. Um, I, think, I think they should because it's a Hall of Fame and that's what they're famous for is they broke the color barriers. I'm all right. for it. It's uh, like when it's all said and done, LeBron's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Right, but that's because of his skill. He didn't break the color barrier. Michael right, Jordan did. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I, I, I understand it. I'm just, I guess I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. It's, it doesn't... It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't bug me that he's in it. I just made that comment because I'm like, statistically speaking. Um, yeah, I mean, statistically is, speaking. Isn't that why people get voted into the hall is based on statistics? And I don't, in this no, day and age, no, actually, so John, Scott, John Scott made an all-star game. So in hey, this day and age, John, no. Right. John no, Scott it's... does not belong <laughs> in the all-star game. Nor does he belong in the Hall of Fame. No, he talking about, dude. he's a goat. He's the goat. <laughs> They've already made two movies about him. It's called there's Goon. Two? Goon. Yeah, yeah, there's Goon two. and, and Goon last. the last of the Enforcers. My, my shit. And starring in Goon 3, the revival of the Gladiators. Matt's going to star in that one. <laughs> Hating on the stash already, man. <laughs> I used to have a beard like that once. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but Matt, why don't you touch on why you have this amazing goon stash? I would gladly. So I, um, I'm going to kind of go into backstory. I don't really, I used to never talk about this. This was something I was ashamed about. Um, I actually talked with Ryan about it earlier today. Um, since the, about the age of 13, I struggled until I met my wife at 20 years old. I struggled with an addiction to uh, cocaine. I would go through an inordinate amount of cocaine. You know, um, you know I smoked, started smoking pot way before that, too. Um, just battling the head trauma that comes with playing high-contact sports like hockey, football, uh, you know, I, I ventured into MMA and realized that wasn't for me either. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of, uh, you know, I, I fell deep into uh, drugs and, uh, you know, in a depressive state, you know, and I, I felt like their family members knew, but ever, once they all found out, they kind of just pushed me away. They're like, you know, this isn't, we don't want to associate with that. And I, I, met, I met my wife and she's actually been my saving, you know, my saving grace. Um, you know, first date, she goes, Hey, if you're on drugs, this isn't going to work. And I met, I hung out with her in high school. We went to high school together for a short period of time. And I, I liked her back then. And, you know, so to get a chance to actually go out on a date with her and hear her say that I, it was at that moment I knew I needed to sober up. Well, this year I've had the uh, amazing uh, opportunity to work with the Puck Support Foundation and Brady Leavold 
former Tampa Bay Lightning prospect. And, uh, you know, one of the things uh, Brady Lavold in the Puck Support Foundation or network work on or do is they uh, they're there to raise awareness in uh, about mental health and drug addiction amongst hockey players in, you know, specifically, uh, you know, we, we take the most head trauma more than uh, the NFL does, the, but the NFL has raised awareness about it and tried to prevent it. Now the NHL is still stuck in the stone age and hasn't admitted, Hey, mental health and drug addiction is a problem mm-hmm. and we need to address it. Uh, maybe strengthening concussion protocol, whatever it may be. Um, and then, the reason I actually shaved it into the uh, the handlebar mustache was, you know, at first it was a joke. You know, I, I kind of made it a joke after hearing uh, uh, the story from Brady Leavold on how he said, you know, he was going to make the pledge to keep his hair, never not cut his hair, and then um, keep his handlebar mustache himself to raise, you know, his awareness for mental health and drug addiction. Well, after hearing his story online and why he did it, I sat there and said, you know, going from a guy who struggles with his mental health and uh, has been in a depressive state has been, you know, in a dark, some of the, some of the darkest places where I, I used to sit there and say, I'm in such a dark place right now. I wouldn't even want to fight me. And uh, you know, I said, you know, nothing, I, I understand why I did it. Nothing screams. I'm not right in the head. Like a handlebar mustache is what I was telling everybody. And now I, ever since I, you know, I've shaved it down and I still get a little, you know, people that joke around about it until I go, you know, Hey, you can laugh about it, but I did it for a good cause. I do it because now when somebody asks me, why'd you shave your iconic beard into a handlebar mustache? I go, well, here's why. And it's my chance to educate and be a part of the solution for mental health and drug addiction. And I've been afforded that opportunity. <laughs> Got the wife and kids screaming in the background, but I, I've been afforded that opportunity to, uh, to share with people and even be a shoulder to cry on or an ear that just listens to people that even may not be hockey players that are, you know, they're struggling with something that they feel guilty about. Or, you know, I, I, I talked to one kid who was like a few years younger than me. When I first met him, this kid was, he was treading the waters of alcoholism. And I said, listen, you know, he just turned 21 and they was constantly drinking. You know, he couldn't go a day without drinking. You could smell it on him. And I said, Lee, listen, man, I'm going to tell you my story. And I told him that kid, this, this kid, the story. Now, the last time I touched base with this kid, he rarely ever drinks. He'll have one good. or two drinks a week. If that good, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a good chance. Um, you know, our, our biggest thing is, you know, two of the things we say with the puck support, uh, network is the first one is it's okay to be not okay. You know, it's an improper, you know, improper English, but, it's, you know, it, but it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. that is something I tell even my four-year-old son when he's having a rough day or he's upset is, you know, it's okay to be not okay. You don't have to feel, even though hockey players are, you know, re, you know, built up and pictured as these big, strong, tough guys that never, you know, that don't show there's just stone. No, it, it, we need to end that stigma. We need to, uh, you know, stop telling people that it's it's not okay to be not okay when in all reality it is it's 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 perfectly normal to not be okay and to feel upset or depressed or whatever it may be but you know it it always helps to talk about it and the uh, the second thing we say is have a great day if you so choose you know what that means to me personally is like i have it on the inside or on the outside of my studio Every time I walk in here, it's the first thing I see is have a great day if you so choose. Meaning you can, you know, for me, that goes to I could wake up one morning. Every morning I wake up, I re, you know, I refuse to call myself a recovered addict. I always I always refer to myself as a recovering addict because every day I woke up with a choice. I could go back to doing drugs or I could continue to live my best life here with my family and my two kids that are amazing and are very supportive in every way they can be. You know, that, those are my choices. So I can have a good day, good, clean, sober life if I so choose. But I have to make that choice every single day. And it can't be something where, you know, you'll never be able to get past that first hump, in my personal opinion, if you can't wake up and go, what am I fighting for? You know, I uh, I, I started, I, I received some advice when I was in high school from a teacher of mine, uh, Kevin Prince. He, he was a teacher at my school. And I, you know, I got to give him a shout out here for it but uh 
he, he sat me down my senior year and he says, and he tells me, write a book, write your, write, sit down one day and write your autobiography and never quit editing it. There you never go. Never revising it. And so I sat down and I started uh, a few years ago, I started writing what I titled fighting for my life. And that, you know, I, I've, I've kind of stepped away from that and gotten back into hockey and, you know, shifted my focus primarily towards the puck support network and, you know, fighting for mental health and bringing awareness to it. Um, you know, and I, I actually sat down and cried one day uh, locally here. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the Brennan death loss story. A, uh, a 18 year old senior at Mona Shores high school was believed to, you know, his parents are believing that it was, or from my understanding, I could be entirely wrong. Uh, it is from my understanding or believing that he committed suicide due to depression because of the lockout for high school sports. And, uh, you know, and I sat down and I cried because this is an 18 year old kid we're talking about who didn't have, you know, didn't feel like he had anybody to go and, uh, you know, vent to. And I sat down and I, uh, I, I cried, I cried and I just talked to my wife about it and trying to explain her the story because, you know, I couldn't imagine that being, my 16 year old brother, you know, my, my 13 year old brother, another story that I, that somebody had mentioned to me, I, I haven't gotten a chance to actually fact check. It was, there was a girl over in Europe or Canada who was a hockey player who was bullied until she committed suicide at 12 years old because she was a hockey player playing a boy's sport. You know, I couldn't imagine that being, you know, my sister-in-law right. or my sister. And it's just like this, you know, I hate bullies. Like, Back when I, you know, back when I played hockey or even in school, I, you know, everybody called me a bully because I'd fight. But after they got the story, they realized I'm fighting the bullies. You know, I'm, you Dude, know, the in, yeah, the enforcers are usually the nicest guys on the ice, <laughs> and then that's always the, yeah, that's always the the funny thing. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's, oh, go ahead. We have, you know, the, the you know thing with, you know, puck support is on the inside of every piece of clothing you buy on the puck support network, it has uh, in me- almost an in remembrance. And I wish I had my hat on me, but I unfortunately misplaced it somewhere. And uh, mine on the inside of my hat, you know, on the front of it has the puck support logo established in 2020. On the inside of my hat, it has Derek Bugard with his dates on it. And it, that's for every piece of clothing. You, it's like it's almost like a hockey card. You you can collect them all because you never know who you're gonna get. Uh, you know, I have I have Derek Bugard. You know, the, there's Bob Probert. You know, those are just some of the big names that have dealt with mental health and drug addiction and unfortunately lost their life. But every piece of clothing has an in remembrance of it. And our, and our database grows every single. You know, every day it's growing, and it's it's sad because you know there there's wives and children that are now mm-hmm. growing up without a dad or a mom or whoever it may be, you know, and it's, it's, I, I said a while ago, you know, depression and uh, ment- mental health and drug addiction are the silent killers. You never know that they're there until they're gone. Yep. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a movement. It's, we're all one big team and it, I, I believe it's everybody's responsibility to look out for the next. That's right. Caleb, do you have 100%. anything to add? Uh, <laughs> After that, no. Um, other right. than we have mentioned, uh, you know, on the show, because uh, I do suffer yep. from uh, depression. Um, mm-hmm. Every every so often, we do throw out the uh, suicide hotline number, um, and we always I always say it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Um, as well, so uh, not piggybacking off of what you guys say, but. Uh, that i've been ours is, it's okay to be not okay so we get we get you we're good no. <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah you know so but for real uh reach out to anybody uh reach mm-hmm. out to us and we will more than happy uh sit there and talk with you um yep. here in michigan the hotline number is 800-273-8255 so Thanks for the assist there. You're welcome, buddy. While you were talking, I was just let I was just helping you out. Um, yeah, I was. I'm, I'm a kid brought up in social work. Uh, you know, I I, I always I, I never wanted to be a social worker, seeing what my parents did. And oh, look, I'm in human services. How about that? How does that work? I've always ended up in human services, always. Um, and yeah, it, 
I'm I'm always I'm always lending an ear. Uh, I know Caleb is, and I know Matt, you are, and so it's kind of a good Absolutely. place to kind of leave it off there. So, without any further ado, I guess we'll sign off so I can let you guys off and spend time with your your families and so what forth and whatnot and um let caleb deal with the drill sergeant over there love you kelsey um so (laughs) (laughs) all right so with that uh folks in the immortal words of uh oh gosh why can't i even think of his name right now uh price is right host what was his name I can't remember. Uh, Barker. Uh, Bob, Bob, Bob. Bob Barker, Bob yeah. Don't forget to get your pet spayed and or neutered, guys. And it's okay to adopt and shop. Do it responsibly. And thank you, Matt Spoolhoff, for joining us tonight. It was a blast. We enjoyed it. We've got to do it more often. And hey, um, Absolutely, guys. I loved it, man. Anytime you guys want me on, just give me a shout. I'm Right now, I'm, I'm I'm a free agent, man. <laughs> and uh, what's and go ahead one last time. What's the name of your podcast? My podcast is the Melted Ice Podcast. But if you like mine, I gotta say, go like my good friend uh, and uh, you know colleague in the Puck Support Network. Go like from hockey to hell and back with Brady Lavold. Uh, daring, inspiring willing to talk about the things that no man is other willing to talk about. And he's going to tell you, if you like from hockey to Helen back, go like the puck support <laughs> network. It's all tied together guys. Awesome. All right. Well, you gentlemen have a great night and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, you as well, man. All right. <laughs>